Welcome to the merge. We make sense of a defense in an enjoyable way. Let's get to the news. A new report came out. U.S. foreign military sales jumped almost 60% in 2023 over the previous year, hitting a record $80 billion. On the radar, South Korea promotes a joint development of a 6th gen fighter with Saudi Arabia. Here's our take. Uh, I wouldn't put too much faith into that reporting. It was one report in uh, Korean news. Uh, that said, Saudi Arabia is looking to get into a next-gen fighter program. They've been trying to get into the GCAP, which is a UK-Italian-Japan uh, consortium. So that's something to keep an eye on in the Middle East and how it might change the technology dynamics, especially with Israel. Lockheed Martin Ventures announced an investment in Meadowmatics, if I'm saying that right. It's a weather tech startup. So this startup uses weather drones to feed a larger data set that uses hundreds of inputs and it creates one of the highest resolution weather models around. So think about this, it, for, it can forecast weather street by street, updated every hour. And if you're wondering uh, why and what Lockheed Ventures is, uh, we did that in a previous episode 11 back in our podcast, so check it out. DIU's latest program is looking for kamikaze AI drone boats for ready for rapid production. It doesn't say replicator, but this sounds exactly like one of the first tranches of the capabilities in the Pentagon's initiative. If we assume that, then DIU is trying to field hundreds of these drone boats in the next 18 months. It's going to be really similar to see what's going on. And this is happening at the same time, by the way. Almost the exact same thing have been deployed in Ukraine. recently sunk a Russian ship with a swarm of them. MCO GPS that everyone's waiting on is going to have to wait a little bit longer. The latest plan forecasts the capability to be online no sooner than July of 2025. All the satellites are in orbit. Everything's ready to go. But the ground station to make all of the capabilities in the satellites work is behind schedule. The contract to develop that was awarded in 2010 with a plan in the field in 2016. It is now 2024. It's not all bad news, though. The Missile Defense Agency... Approved Northrop Grumman's preliminary design review of its proposed next-generation interceptor a year ahead of schedule. Uh, they're competing with Lockheed Martin, who is also roughly a year ahead of schedule. They completed their PDR about three months ago. They said it. Robotics and autonomous systems are today what tanks, aircraft carriers, and fighter planes were in the 1930s. That's Brigadier Ian Langford comparing where we are on the tech adoption curve today with previous generations. So if you think about aircraft carriers, fighters, and tanks in the 1930s, they they were not yet forecasted to be as prevalent in conflict as they were in the 1940s. So imagine that where we are today with robotics and autonomous systems and think in 10 years from now, how prevalent they're going to be across the military. They said it, a relatively modest investment with significant geopolitical returns. That is CIA Director William Burns discussing the U.S. strategy of providing military aid to Ukraine. The total assistance amounts to less than 5% of the U.S. defense budget. And I don't think you can find anyone that can argue against the value proposition that that's providing right now. Not just the theater level. But from a strategic sense, when you look at geopolitical relations over the, the long term. And this is a podcast, so you're not going to see it. But this week's uh, call out for our zoom in was a picture. 
And the picture uh, got some good feedback. It's from a recent Govney report on uh, defense acquisition, U.S. production, and connections to China. And that picture showed uh, four critical U.S. weapon systems. Three of them were the nuclear triad, so the B-2, the Minuteman 3 ICBM, and an Ohio-class nuclear submarine. And then it mapped the supply chain to the hundreds of Chinese semiconductor suppliers that are in those weapon systems. So check out the link in the newsletter. You can download the full report and the pictures on our Instagram account. The Czech Republic signed a $6.6 billion deal to buy 24 F-35s. Those are deliveries are going to start in 2031. Turkey, after they got kicked out of the F-35 program, was approved to get F-16s. Greece was approved for an $8.6 billion deal to buy 40 F-35s. Ukraine is getting ground-launched SDBs, that's small diameter bombs. That is a Boeing Saab initiative that bolts the GB-39 glide bomb on top of a rocket motor and gives you about a 90-mile strike range. General Atomics demoed an MQ-20 drone employing a brand new air-launched effect drone. Really interesting. Check out the pictures on our Instagram. The Advanced Aircraft Company, AAC, received a follow-on AFWorks contract to mature its hybrid multi-rotor VTOL drone. It's a really interesting concept. The Air Force is adding auto GCAS to its T-7A jet trainer. And I might have been the only person in the universe that just assumed that that safety feature was going to be in a brand new clean sheet design jet trainer. Maybe it was just me. Airbus bought out Yulesat's position to become the sole owner of the Airbus OneWeb satellites. That's a 600 satellite constellation for broadband that's currently in orbit. And that deal includes a takeover of a factory in Florida. BAE was awarded a $418 million army contract to build more self-propelled howitzers. France, who has E3 AWACS, is looking uh, to replace them. And unlike most of the people, uh, most of the countries in the world that have been looking at the E7 to replace the E3, France is looking at the Saab Global Eye, which is a bizjet-based solution. Sirius Aviation unveiled a hydrogen electric ducted fan propulsion system. It's really interesting. Boeing and near-Earth autonomy are expanding its drone-based automated inspections of C5 galaxies. So C5, big, big, big aircraft. It's hard to get and inspect all of the pieces and parts that are really hard to reach because there's not ladders high enough and it takes a lot of equipment. This is using quadcopters with sensors to fly around the C5 to inspect the surface for scratches, dents, missing fasteners, corrosion, things like that. Lidos demoed a mobile force protection counter drone system for the Army that can track and engage multiple threats autonomously while it's moving. The Swiss military is a little bit in trouble. They've canceled most of their major public events for the next two years due to financial reasons. Spain is increasing their defense spending to 1.3% of GDP. That's gross domestic product. And they are setting themselves on a glide path to hit NATO's 2% benchmark in 2029. Saab, which we just talked about with France, they began converting their first two global 6,000 biz jets for Sweden's Global Eye program. Slovenia, through the European Sky Shield Initiative, per purchased air defense systems, the IRST. Quindar raised $6 million to develop software that automates satellite constellation operations. SpaceX Starlink 
has been confirmed by the U.S. military to be in use by 50 different organizations. Northrop Grumman's orbitable refueling port is selected as the first interface standard of the U.S. military satellites. Not the only standard, just the first. Taiwan's AIDC has delivered 27 out of the 66 T-5A Brave Eagle advanced jet trainers. It looks like a cross between an F-16 and a T-7. K and Associates booked a one-year $153 million contract to provide maintenance and support for Kuwait's Hornet fleet. Reliable Robotics received military airworthiness approval to demo dual-use automated flight capabilities, and that's using an unmanned Cessna 208 caravan, and they're doing that for the Air Force. Konsberg was awarded a $134 million deal from Norway for NASAMS. That's to replace the ground-launched AIM-120 systems that were sent to Ukraine. Check out episode 25 of our podcast for an in-depth look at NASAMS and what it is and how it works. Lockheed Martin delivered its 75th APY-9 radar for the Navy's E-2D Advanced Hawkeye fleet. The Salt Aviation's Rafale fighter has a confirmed backlog of 200 orders, which will keep production going into the 2030s. Star Lab Space, a joint venture between Airbus and Voyager Space, chose SpaceX Starship to launch a commercial space station at their building. We're going to have them on the pod this year, I promise. Arlington Capital combined several companies to create a new company called Versus Aerospace, now making it one of the largest defense-focused aerostructure businesses in the United States. The Air Force's AFWorks officially launched Autonomy Prime with their first initiative, and this one is to develop and implement autonomous tech on drones, and the first solicitation is on AltNav, or APNT. France and Sweden signed a deal to pool their resources with MBDA and Saab to bolster anti-tank and air defenses. The Marine Corps plans to field squad-level loitering munitions by 2027. Orbitable Composites and Vitrus Solace are teaming up to demo a space-based solar power beamed back to Earth. Australia recognized 11 domestic companies to develop drone prototypes for an upcoming tech demo. RTX's Chimera extended-range high-powered microwave system fried multiple targets during a recent Air Force test. Germany, the Netherlands, and Poland are establishing a cross-border corridor that expedites eastbound military traffic. BAE acquired Malloy Aeronautics. It's a British company that recently demoed a large quadcopter drone dropping a torpedo into the water. Germany's twin prop Eurodrome program is delayed over labor disputes and technology challenges. Raytheon received a $20 million contract to develop next generation microchips for military sensors. And finally, the Air Force is testing a software tool built by a company called DEFCON AI that performs operational analysis to provide multiple courses of action to overcome disruptions to logistical missions. So think weather, aircraft maintenance, bases under attack, things of that nature. And that's it. Lowdown is complete. We'll see you next week.